So you see, our body is designed in a way that it is going to protect what's most important to it. And in the grand scheme of things, a muscle is just not as important as an artery or a nerve or an organ. And so if your body detects that there is something going on with one of those more important structures, it may create a process in your body that limits movement so as to protect that more vital structure. And so that's, that's a brief example of how we might look at it. So what I want to dive deeper into in this series of episodes is really the, the fascial component of how that affects our organ mobility, which is also known as fascial or a visceral manipulation. Today I want to start off what will hopefully be a series of episodes talking about something that really separates what we do here at R3 Physio. We talk about how we have a systems-based approach to care through the lens of physical therapy. And what a systems-based approach means is that when you come in to our practice, you may be feeling pain at your back or at your knee or at your shoulder. But the way that we look at it is we are looking at the whole person and all of the potential contributing factors that led up to you experiencing the pain where you are experiencing it. So for example, if you're having shoulder pain, let's say it's your right shoulder. If you're having right shoulder pain, the first thought that goes through our mind is, okay, what can cause right shoulder pain? Is it something where the muscles have been overused? Is it something where maybe one of the joints of the shoulder girdle, which that in and of itself tends to be overlooked in that a lot of times when the shoulder is treated, it's just the ball and the socket joint that people look at. But in reality, there's at least four joints that make up the shoulder girdle. And so is it one of those joints that maybe has gotten restricted, maybe because of a fall, maybe because of a prolonged habit of how you sit or hold yourself? And is that restricting movement, which is ultimately put stress on the tissue? Is it something going on with the neck or the thoracic spine? That, that area has to move in order to let, allow the shoulder to move efficiently. And if the shoulder can't move efficiently, then ultimately there will be more stress and strain on the different structures of the shoulder. But then if we take it beyond the musculoskeletal system, then we start looking at, okay, well, what else could cause right shoulder pain? Is it, is it something in the nervous system? Is there nerve irritation in the neck that's radiating into the shoulder? Is it something with the fascial system, which can cover multiple systems of the body? For example, the fascia would cover not just our muscles, not just our nerves, but it also would cover things like our arteries, our vessels, our veins, our organs. And so if there's something in the fascial system that's restricted, that has the potential to change how we move. So you see, our body is designed in a way that it is going to protect what's most important to it. And in the grand scheme of things, a muscle is just not as important as 
an artery or a nerve or an organ. And so if your body detects that there is something going on with one of those more important structures, it may create a process in your body that limits movement so as to protect that more vital structure. And so that's that's a brief example of how we might look at it. So what I want to dive deeper into in this series of episodes is really the, the fascial component of how that affects our organ mobility, which is also known as fascial or a visceral manipulation. So that is something that we specialize here at R3 Physio. Um, visceral manipulation simply means that we are looking at the mobility. How do those organs move. Those organs being surrounded by fascia means that they should have movement. Fascia helps those organs to slide and glide along other structures. Fascia also creates ligaments that attach those structures, those organs to other structures. Sometimes that's other organs. Sometimes that's into muscles, sometimes into bones. Um, and when that happens, those ligaments have the potential now to become tight, whether that's because of trauma whether that's controlled trauma or not, controlled trauma being things like a planned surgery. Surgery introduces scar tissue. Scar tissue is normal. It's how our body heals. However, if that scar tissue causes adhesion and restriction in movement, then that has the potential now to affect other structures. It doesn't mean it's going to, it's not a guarantee, but all things considered, it can play into what leads to you maybe experiencing some of the musculoskeletal type pains you have. Um, uncontrolled traumas, things like falls, car accidents, wounds, um, other, other types of injuries that might create a force through the body. Um, so when that happens, part of what fascia does is it helps to distribute force and dissipate force through the body. So if you imagine an ideal situation, all the fascia is normal, it's functioning efficiently, doing all the jobs that it does. If you were to fall on the ground and land on your tailbone, essentially that force would go up through your spine, through the fascia, through the trunk, through the neck, through the head, and that energy could dissipate out through all that tissue, not leave too much of an issue. However, if there's already issues within the fascia from previous injuries, previous illnesses, pre previous surgeries, if there's maybe some alignment issues because of some of those same examples, previous surgeries causing a, maybe an alignment to maybe be drawn in, uh, if there's an alignment through the spine issue, so maybe that it doesn't, doesn't translate that force as well, then when you have that same fall, that force is going to travel only up to the point where it can't get through the barrier of that restriction. And then you get more stress, more stress, more stress over time um, with other injuries or other activities. And so sometimes what we see is these injuries or these pains that seem to come out of nowhere really aren't coming out of nowhere. And so we're going to look at that from the lens of where does visceral manipulation uh, play into that? And so Visceral manipulation is a very gentle approach. It's a very holistic approach, and it fits within the multi-systems approach that we talk about here at R3 Physio. And so 
in our world, most people are coming in because of a musculoskeletal pain. We see a lot of patients that also come in because we have other practitioners that recognize the benefit of visceral manipulation for their clients, whether that's because of things like constipation, maybe they've already gone through conventional approaches and it didn't clear up the way that they'd expected with that musculoskeletal symptom. And so maybe they are starting to suspect there's a deeper root issue to it. Um, or maybe it's for something totally different, um, such as uh, somebody that's maybe more interested in just overall health and wellness. And they recognize the benefit of how having uh, healthy mobile organs can play into that. And so one of the things we talk about is, is that when a structure doesn't move well, and that can be a muscle, that can be a nerve, that can be an organ. When a, when a structure doesn't move well, it will not function at its most efficient. And so with an organ, if it doesn't move well, it will not function at its most efficient, which can ultimately affect other systems of the body and manifest in other ways health-wise. And so what we see for example, would be something very common would be constipation. When your, when your colon is not functioning as efficiently as it should, you'll tend not to have bowel movements as often. Maybe those bowel movements are harder to come by. Maybe, maybe you have too frequent of a bowel movement. Maybe the stool's too loose. These are all things we've seen. And we've seen these things change as we've done uh, some work with the visceral manipulation. And yes, and we'll get more into this in other episodes where we focus more on the organs. Yes, there's a lot that can play into that colon dysfunction. And it's not just a colon issue, there's other factors. Uh, but we want to dive in a little bit deeper into um, to that visceral component. And so probably the most often what we see is a musculoskeletal issue Maybe that didn't respond, didn't clear up maybe in the timeline that we would expect it to. Maybe you went through the conventional approach. Maybe you tried traditional physical therapy or chiropractic or massage or the medications that were prescribed to you by your doctor, and maybe it didn't clear up the way that it needed to. And so a lot of times there is that visceral component. And so what we need to be looking at when we, when we look at that is what happened when did this start? Why do we think that this is still going on? And so with visceral manipulation, the nervous system is very much involved. Everything we do tends to involve the nervous system. But there's a structure in particular, when we think about the abdomen and the abdominal structures, the viscera, so the small intestines, large intestines, um, the liver, the gallbladder, the pancreas, the spleen, and not all of these structures are within this structure I'm about to tell you about. But when we think about that region of the body, there is a structure called the parietal peritoneum that has multiple attachments that connect it to multiple systems ultimately. And it's a communication of sorts for the nervous system. And so when there's a tension put on it, it communicates, hey, I've got this tension on. If you move this way, it's going to stretch it. If you move this way, maybe it's going to compress it. And so that's going to communicate to your brain, hey, 
we need to tighten up to avoid this, or, hey, there's a problem here. We need this addressed. And and while that sounds maybe a little simplistic, um, because it is, it's a simplistic explanation for it, uh, it's, it's actually very, very intuitive of our body to be able to figure this out. And this is by design. This is, this is how our bodies were designed to function. And so the, the fascial system surrounding the organs can kind of be described like, like an alarm to a house. When the doors open after the alarm is set, the alarm goes off. The alarm did not keep that door from opening, but it alerted the homeowners that, hey, there may be a problem. And that problem needs to be addressed. Same thing with uh, the fascia uh, throughout our body and within the visceral system. When fascia is tightening up around the, say, the liver, it doesn't mean that the liver is not functioning. And it doesn't mean that everything has to stop. But what it is telling your body is, hey, this is an alarm to let you know that there's a problem and we need to address it. Sometimes that alarm or sometimes that problem may manifest in a physical way. And oftentimes it does. And that's our our symptom. That's our warning sign. But we've been trained in Western medicine to think physical symptom, muscle, bone, ligament, tendon, and not think of the deeper aspects of that. There's a saying that it's, it, especially within the visceral world, is that um, the muscles are the dumping ground of the body, meaning what we see in our muscular dysfunction is often only the symptom. All the other sim- systems of the body ultimately may manifest in the muscles tightening up or the muscles becoming more hypertonic where they go into knots or the muscle ultimately having more strain on it becoming a, a muscle strain. Um, so we always have to look deeper. In episodes coming up, what we'll do is we'll take some of the major organs and break it down into the fascial connections, how they might manifest in physical ways, musculoskeletally, what other aspects, what other uh, systems of the body might be affected and how visceral manipulation might be able to play into that. But today, what I want to do is kind of give more of a broad overview. And so what I'm going to do is share my screen because I want to show you this. This is a picture of the drainage funnel. And what this is, uh, if you're familiar with functional medicine, you'll be familiar with a version of this. But what this is, is essentially how our body moves fluid throughout the body. And so at the very top, at the wider part of this funnel are cells. And so ultimately when our cells uh, have waste, have toxins, have viruses, bacteria, they will ultimately disperse those from the cells into organs and tissues. And then those organs and tissues have processes that will ultimately take those toxins and that waste, filter them out, clean it up, clean up the fluid, take the clean fluid, put it back into circulation, take the toxins out and put it into 
the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system is another way for our body to eliminate waste. That lymphatic system uh, is throughout our body. The brain doesn't have a lymphatic system, but it has something called the glymphatic system, which is the way that our brain gets rid of waste, uh, oftentimes through uh, those deeper cycles of sleep. Um, so once it's moving through the lymphatic system, the lymphatic system will move it into the liver, the bile ducts. The liver is a huge area of, of filtration for the lymphatic system. And then those toxins and those wastes get put into uh, the gallbladder, um, the bile ducts. Uh, bile is a way that our body, it's a, it's a substance that our body produces that can bind to toxins and help take it out. The bile duct, the common bile duct coming off the gallbladder, the pancreatic duct coming off the pancreas, both of those drain into the small intestines. And then the small intestines feeds into the large intestines or the colon, which is at the bottom of this funnel. And so that's the process that happens. When there's dysfunction, you can see, let's take the common example we mentioned earlier of constipation. If you're not having frequent enough bowel movements, then you're not eliminating those toxins well enough, um, getting them out of your body. And then there's this backup. And so then what we might see is somebody that's constipated maybe also has some symptoms or dysfunction or mobility issues in the liver or the gallbladder. Maybe this is somebody that ultimately ended up having to have their gallbladder removed. No telling if that's why or not, but it certainly would make sense that that could play a fact, factor. And then if the liver's backed up, it certainly would make sense that other systems start to back up. The lymphatic the lymphatic system maybe becomes more sluggish and then it can't move that fluid and those toxins around as well. So then the other organs and tissues, the kidneys, the, the spleen, these other, other organs become more sluggish. Maybe they don't function as efficiently. And then maybe that causes illness through the immune system. Illness can cause adhesion restriction, mobility restrictions. And then ultimately we see this in backing up into the cells. Um, which become maybe uh, you see this in the mitochondria. Maybe you have decreased energy. Maybe you have fatigue. And so that's just one example. From a visceral manipulation standpoint, we work with a lot of patients that are somewhere within this funnel having issues. And we take this view of, hey, if you have low back pain, let's talk about your history. Oh, you've been having some constipation. Well, now that opens up this whole new dimension of what we have to explore. Why are they having constipation and what else is that affecting? Could it be that that right shoulder issue is ultimately because of whatever's led to them having the constipation, which led to the liver not functioning as well. And because of fascial connections, now the right shoulder's an issue. Maybe we need to consider that. And so what we see with patients from a musculoskeletal standpoint, is that we need to be looking into these different systems. What we see with patients that maybe don't have musculoskeletal issues, but are just ultimately looking for uh, better health, uh, better longevity, these are things that we can look at is how well are these systems functioning? How well is this funnel uh, being able to process through? Um, these are all things that we can check and work with uh, and and part of what separates us at R3 physio is that we do tend to take this into account. And so if you came in 
and you're like, Hey, you know, I feel, feel pretty good. I just really want to make sure I'm at my best. We could look at the mobility of your colon. We could look at the mobility of your liver. And it's not that we are treating those organs. We're treating the mobility of the fascia that surrounds them. And ultimately the hope is, is that that means that they would function more efficiently. So keep that drainage funnel in mind as we go through these next few episodes, uh, talking about um, the different organs and uh, how they play into different systems of the body. One other thing I want to mention is specifically in relation to the hollow organs, the colon, the large intestines, which is also the colon, the small intestines. These structures play a role with digestion, with absorption, with elimination. They have lots of vessels, arteries, veins, lymphatic vessels. So there's a lot of fluid exchange that happens. And so when those get dysfunctional, they have the potential to affect things like digestion, absorption, elimination, circulation. And so if we go back to the beginning of this episode where we talked about our bodies designed in a way that it's going to protect what's more important, if we start having circulation affected and not, not necessarily even to the point where there's an emergency, but maybe it's just not as efficient. Maybe we start to see that there's not as as good circulation going from the uh, pelvis to the leg or coming up from the leg through the pelvis because of restrictions and into the abdomen. And so then maybe we see a little bit more swelling on one of those sides versus the other. Maybe we start to see the sciatic nerve being more irritated on that side that the circulation is not flowing as well. When we take those things into account, we can better help get to the root cause of what's going on. So as we go, like I said, the plan is going to be to break down some of the major organs and we'll talk about how they relate from a fascial connection standpoint to the musculoskeletal system. But the hope is that we can also help you to connect the dots to how this plays into other systems of the body. And that really when you come in to work with us at R3 Physio, not only are we hoping to help you with that musculoskeletal symptom that maybe brought you in, but our hope is to also help restore health to help refine you to be better than what you are and that's what the, that's what the three r's are relief from the symptoms restore and refine uh, and so i look forward to going through these episodes with you and certainly if you have any questions at any point feel free to post them uh, message us 